And we're uh, back! And... Yay! Yep. Hoorah! Yay! Uh, Yay! Welcome, <laughs> yes, it's the Game Cola Podcast, uh, hour number five. And uh, here with me are Daniel Castro, Nathaniel Hoover, and Paul Franzen. Uh, everyone, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Nathaniel uh, Hoover. I do a whole bunch of different kinds. Hi, I'm, I'm Alex Jedrzejczak, and I... Oh. <laughs> Wonderful. I love the organization. Five hours in, we still got this. When we, when we don't do it live, uh, we usually plan this part out. Yeah, before the podcast starts. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, okay. I'm Paul Franz, and I'm Game Cola's editor-in-chief. I'm Daniel Castro, author of the Don't Be That Guy column. And I'm Nathaniel Hoover, author of a whole bunch of different columns, including now Spam Attack, as well as a couple of other things like Flash Flood, Sprite Flicker, and the Lazy Administrator of the Game Cola YouTube channel. True. I, I, yeah. I, you, you know, I keep, I keep seeing you say lazy. I would not say lazy. I think you do a great job with the YouTube channel. Oh, thank you, Paul. Yeah, no problem. No, I don't need to, me to shut up already. Because I have Paul's blessing. Actually, uh, I was going to say something about you can lazily administrate my uh, upcoming Let's Play, but I think that will spawn another uh, how to pronounce a certain game's name discussion. <laughs> oh, Crystalis? Uh, yes, bad <laughs> Yes, thank you, Paul. Crystalis. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> of course, I will say I did not actually know what Crystalis was until you guys started talking about it. So. <laughs> that's because you knew it as Crystalis, and that's the end of this conversation. <laughs> that's, yes, that's... well. No, that's. I don't think that's. Well, that, I also um, pronounce Mario very differently from <laughs> the, the world. It's weird, actually, how I do it correctly and no one else in the world does it correctly. But it is what it is. <laughs> yes. Also, uh, Daniel uh, Rizaman. I don't. Daniel, are you in the the chat? Yeah, I'm. I. Oh, okay. I'm. I'm reading Rizaman right away. Yeah, because I was about to ask, because uh, you didn't mention your uh, comic. Yeah. Well, I. That's part of. Um... Well, a personal thing, you know. It's on my blog, uh, Rizimen. You can check it uh, down my articles. There's a link to my blog where you can keep reading Driver City Pixels, by the way. Okay, Nathaniel, now it's your turn to plug your own personal website. All right. So I co-write a <laughs> geek blog with a friend of mine. It's called Expanding Your Horizons, so www.expanding, E-X-F, I can't spell live. So it's like expanding, but with an F, for fandoms. And we talk about all sorts of uh, video games and comic books and all sorts of geeky paraphernalia. It's wonderful. Okay, now, Paul, you have a website, don't you? You can. Yeah, I was wondering if you, were, if I was going to get to plug something too. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, it actually just restarted. The the new season is up. Uh, as Gamecola.net. <laughs> <laughs> no, I run a yard sale blog, yardsalingtoadventure.wordpress.com. Yesterday, I found a really old TV and a rain suit that came with a pair of matching pants. That I saw that. <laughs> I saw that rain suit. Yes, I kind of upset that that I didn't buy it. And there was also a duster that had the face of a sheep. It was pretty cool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kevin wants to retroactively plug his website. Does he have a website? Uh, no. No, he does not. <laughs> Wait, he has, a, he has a Twitter. We can plug his Twitter. Okay. It's uh, C-Man-Tito, something like that. Yeah, that's right, C-Man-Tito. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. C-M-A-N-T-I-T-O. Yep, there it is, at, at C-Man-Tito. So everyone follow Kevin and visit all of our websites. Yes. But mine first. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes. Game Cola Daniel, you want to you uh, start us off with a discussion topic? Uh-oh. Absolutely. So I know that uh, we've been podcasting for a while, but I'm not sure. I I you know just woke up not horribly horribly long ago, um, and and completely missed all of the the talking before that. So have we covered yet how we all got to be writing for Game Cola? No, I think so. No. Okay. So no, that that was all I wanted to know. Uh, <laughs> next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Jetty, okay. you go first. 
Should I? Uh, I was thinking uh, noobs, yeah. no. noob, noob, should go okay. first. So Daniel. Okay. Uh, well, I got I got trolled from Bitmob by Paul. What's a Bitmob? I don't live on the bitmob. internet very well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Bitmob is bitmob.com, a site that uh, offers you know space for people to upload their articles and stuff. So yeah. Paul saw my article over there, and I don't know. Why don't you say the rest, Paul? What happened? I saw your article, thought it was, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I, I saw your article posted during one of my weekly trolls of uh, Bitmob and Structoid's blogs to find new writers. Uh, I read it, and I thought it was excellent, so I just emailed you and asked you to join the site. And then you said yes. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> cool. Uh, Nathaniel, I, when, wait. When, yeah, when, I was going to say, I was trying to figure out, Jenny, you've been here longer than I have, so have I? I would be the next newbie in line. When, when did you start, I was going to ask? 2009. January. Oh, really? Okay, then yes, you're next. Noob. Okay. <laughs> so uh, there was a, a time during the uh, the my first full time full time job, and there was a point where we were lucky to get an hour of work per day. So with really nothing else to work on, we sort of needed to figure out ways to entertain ourselves. So after doing absolutely everything possible to clean up the office, put it in order, there was physically nothing I could even make up for myself for work. So I said, why don't I see what's out on the internet? People write things. I like writing. So I got to writing for game FAQs and got a, a couple of reviews of the Space Quest games and half of a walkthrough for Jetpack for the PC, which is fantastic, and a couple of other random things up there. And Paul must have, I don't know, read Troll. game FAQs or something. Yeah, that, that was when that Game FAQs happened? was was still on my list of sites to visit. It is it has since been cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are, we already got the best writer we could ever get from Game FAQs, Nathaniel. Aw. I thought uh, I'm also blushing. Didn't Michael actually Gray actually? Uh, Nicola Suprak came from Game FAQs last year. But oh. <laughs> it actually just very recently got cut from my rotation because I was just getting completely sick of there the awful introductions that you see in this post like. Mega Man is a game for the NES. It came out in 1993. Or I've played Mega Man for 150 yeah. years. I just oh, geez, I, I that's, could not. I started my reviews on Game FAQs. <laughs> I, could, I could not sit through any more of those. Uh, but anyway, continue, Nathaniel. Sorry. Well, no, that was about it. Uh, then I got I got roped into it, and I've been here ever since. Thanks. And have accidentally tried to take over the site once or twice, but Paul's you know put me back in line. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I see that happen. I guess that's my uh, my cue to go. Uh, Paul posted on LiveJournal on a game development uh, community uh, that he wanted people to write for his internet website. And actually, my girlfriend at the time uh, suggested that I go apply to this. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. And she forced me to, and I did. And then Paul, I sent him a link to my, my own personal website that I had at the time, which contained many hilarious uh, articles and such, and Paul, for some reason, actually decided to hire me onto the staff. So. Oh, it's because you had, you had uh, such a fun writing style. It's, it's really difficult to find uh, amateur writers posting things. Like, is the, I think a lot of the times when people are posting on sites like GameFAQs or Bitmob, they're, they're trying really hard to sound serious and professional, and in doing so, the reviews kind of come out really dry. So I get really excited when I find a writer such as Jetty or Nathaniel or Daniel who really seem to have a lot of fun with their articles. And then I immediately yeah. try to steal them from my website. Yes, I always sort of wondered what it was about my website that you were like, man, yes, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> That's it. It was fun. Yeah. So, Paul, Paul, what prompted you and or anyone else involved to start Game Cola? 
Yeah, I, I I may have mentioned this before on the podcast. I'm not sure, but uh, I started Game Cola when I was a high school junior um, because my brother had a movie review newsletter that he was doing at the time and uh, was uh, pretty successful in doing that. And I was like, hey, I could do that with video games. And then I, I did. <laughs> I set up a little group on uh, Yahoo Groups. I wrangled Matt to write a few articles for me. I wrote a few articles, and then I sent it out to, at the time, our 12 subscribers. 12, 12, 12. subscribers. Wow. Yep. Which, for the uh, time, was like big doings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe yeah, at least two true. of the email addresses on that mailing list were me. <laughs> Point stands. <That's> a... <laughs> yeah. So now I, that we I know... Wait, oh. Oh, 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 go ahead, Paul. No, I was just going to say, I wish there was an interesting story of, of why the website was called Game Cola, but it was really just that uh, um, I was looking at magazines like Game Pro and things like Game Informer, and I wanted it to be Game something, and then I looked over at my recycling bin and figured it out from there. Wow. <laughs> really all there was to it. Anyway, go ahead, Nathaniel. Yeah, sure. Jetty, do you mind if I, you know, I've got a couple of conversation topics here. Do you mind if I play, like, backseat podcast driver for a couple minutes? Uh... That would be great, considering that I'm doing this all day. Awesome. Okay, so I'm I'm your relief podcaster for now. Yes. <laughs> so we we now know how we all got here. What is it that is keeping us writing for Game Cola? What is well, keeping us? Sorry, go ahead. Well, or, or or why are we encouraged to continue writing? Game Cola is all I have. Well, I was going to say, uh, I think for most people, what encourages them to uh, keep writing is Paul pestering them. I was expecting like I was expecting threats of bodily harm after uh, some of the the um, responses that we had. I think it was for the uh, the yes. ninth anniversary of Game Cola. We wrote about how we all got here, and most of them were Paul forcing his way into people's homes and kidnapping them <laughs> in the night, and you know, chaining them to yes. a desk to write for Game Cola. That's right. I seem to recall Matt Gardner claiming that I had his uh, child Tifa Gardner locked in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. So I would imagine that's the real reason that we can't talk about on the podcast for why we're all still writing. <laughs> I know for me, I I love the community of gamers that we have so, because we actually are funny people, I would like to think, um, whose writing I enjoy reading. And it's been fun to collaborate. Like Paul and I just collaborated on yesterday's uh, Archive Dive post. Which was super yeah, I, fun. I can't believe I how how well that worked too. I thought we yeah, each other's we, throats, it, we really right? wrote back <laughs> and forth pretty well. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's been bad. it's been great to collaborate with people. It's been fun to have an outlet for my favorite fandom um, that is strictly dedicated to video games because I do write about video games occasionally on Expanding Your Horizons, but it's. It's more of a, you know, all of my interest page. And I try, I try, I don't always succeed, not to get too bogged down on any one topic. But it's great to have a place that's like totally video games, all creativity for, you know, whatever we feel like talking about, and a whole bunch of people to circulate from, so I don't feel compelled to need to write every single day. Well, yeah. And also, I mean, I'm, I'm not much of a quitter unless I quit, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I have fun, and that's mostly what I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, that's... That's that's the point of the site. I I want our writers, our our podcasters, our videoers. I want them to have fun in producing the content that they are producing. Otherwise, you know, it's not like we're getting paid for this. So <laughs> might as well. <laughs> yes, the great game cool staff salary. Yeah, what happened no, actually, to the Google ad money that we were promised, Paul? Yeah, you were telling us that we would get paid our portion of that based on how much we contribute in a month. Well. <laughs> we we actually our our ad revenue has seen a nice uh, upswing over the last several months. Um, for a while, um, we Ooh. got we went like a year and we had 
we had earned three dollars, I believe, through our ads. Well, I thought at one uh, point now, you were saying it was like seventy six cents a day. It it was at one point for like a, a whole day. <laughs> no, for almost a week. Wow. I went back down though. <laughs> but uh, we we have something like uh, yes, sixteen dollars and seventy one cents in the game call of coffers right now. Wow, so, I, that's actually not, an appreciable no. amount. You can almost get a check now. <laughs> actually, no, with uh, AdSense we can get a check now. They they pay out at every ten bucks. Oh, I thought it was twenty. No, it's ten. That's a although we actually I was just checking this the other day. Um, we no. some we actually still have our Google AdSense account from the old site, and that actually has thirty six dollars sitting in it, but. <laughs> They don't pay out until 100. So really, yeah. I mean, if we wanted to, we could actually run an additional Google ad on the website and try to try to pick that up. But that will take a while. Yeah, yeah I keep thinking about it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, actually, I agree a lot with what Nathaniel was saying about. I like the community. I like uh, being here, talking about whatever I feel like on a video game website. I think that's a big part of it, just having the freedom to post basically whatever I feel like. <laughs> uh, helps a lot. But, uh, I mean, Paul, you and I have been talking about, like, the people that we've collected all have different backgrounds and different abilities, uh, and it's very useful to be able to tap into that. For example, if I were to want to develop a video game, uh, it's nice to have this group of people here open to me. Well, I mean, that's exactly what I'm doing in the, uh, the game I'm working on, Life in the Dorms. I mean, I have, uh, Colin Greenhalgh, uh, he did the art for the game, uh, Jetty, you're going to be testing. Christian was testing it. Matt was testing it. Uh, Nicola was testing it. I mean, I've been I've been trying to reach out to people as I can. Sorry, uh, Nathaniel and and Daniel, you guys did. <laughs> because, uh, well, you know, I'm the kind of guy who wants to test your adventure game because I will eat everything <laughs> if the option is available. I intentionally did not put an eat option in the game because of <laughs> just thought, because of me. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought you could get ramen or something in your game. Uh you you can get ramen, but you can you can use it as an inventory item. You don't get to eat yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't eat ramen. I would use it on everything yeah. else first. <laughs> yes. What was it? I was I mentioned earlier that uh, I was watching the Let's Play of uh, Deja Vu, and Paul, you had pointed out that there is a hit button. <laughs> but it's weird because they use hit in such a general concept that, like, anything that you would touch is a hit. So, like, if you want to... Go in the elevator. You punch the elevator, apparently. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I, I think there were some, like, old Sierra games where you could use, like, and probably Nathaniel can correct me about this because I'm probably making stuff, <laughs> but I think you could occasionally use, like, the talk op- option, which was, like, a like a mouth to, act- to also, like, drink oh. and eat things. Oh. Yep. Uh, Interesting. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> no, that's totally right. It is totally right. Yeah, I don't know. That that confused me a little bit. Well, it was just interact with your mouth, interact with your hand, yes. interact okay. with your eye, and it's whatever action, whatever kind of yeah. interaction is most appropriate for that. Like in Space Quest 1, if you try and talk to the pool of acid, uh, it's not actually talking, it's interacting with your mouth. So you drink the acid, and then you have no head. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, see, I, th- I think coming from more of a LucasArts background, that confused me because I'm used to there being very definitive verbs like walk. Oh, yes. Pick up, use. Okay, so mouth must always be talked to then, because it just must represent talk instead of and also lick. bob, float, drift, and all of the other good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there is an achievement for that on the Xbox version of Monkey Island. Oh yeah, in fact. <laughs> nice, great game. Yes. What are these guys talking about in the chat? I, I think the chat room stopped listening to us a while ago. Yeah, we're over oh, here. Small girl still. Yeah, we're over here uh, working up some nostalgia about old school game cola, and these people are talking about. What was it? Sex by uh, Raiden? Okay. Can well, you give a well, shout-out to my I w- friend I w- Michelle? I would like... No. That's what I was... Yeah. 
I would like to give a shout out to Michelle. She's whoever, awesome. Whoever that is. Oh, Michelle's great. <laughs> so another thing that I've I've noticed that I wanted to to chip in about we were talking about. Uh, just enjoying the community of writers and being at Game Cola. I think all of our writing styles, uh, for those of us who you know actually look back through the archives every so often, has really improved as we've gone along. Because I think it's great to have the feedback from a group of people who may be coming to Game Cola for articles that are completely different than the kind that you normally write. And then they just might say, oh, hey, look, this random person is writing an article. And then you get feedback from them sometimes. And you see the writing styles of other people who don't write like you. And so it's been nice to to sort of grow and change as a writer. Yeah, yeah actually, I, I agree. I th- I th- oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, yeah, I notice, oh, when I look back at some of the earlier stuff, <laughs> just, oh, uh, but then... Uh, hey, you're, you're lucky, Jetty. Your archive only goes back as far as, like, 2007. I got stuff on there from when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> True. But I think uh, I've definitely developed, and especially uh, my podcasting skills, my audio editing, and my, uh, well, also... My ability to lead a podcast has definitely uh, gotten better. So, Good job, Jetty. Yeah, there's definitely a, a, a bit of development there. Hold on. Someone said something. Oh, sorry. I want to interrupt for a second. Matt Gardner asked, how old is our audience? Uh, and Paul, do you want to mention the uh, discovery oh. we made? Oh, wait. Um, I do not remember off the top of the head what it was. Uh, I can look it up, or do you, re- do you remember? I'm on Facebook. Let me go search for okay. Game Cola. Because... Our Facebook page on, on, on Facebook, appropriately, uh, yeah. gives us uh, statistics on who is a fan of us. Yeah, okay. So it says uh, we have 2,361 likes. Uh, the most popular week was November 6, 2011. The most popular city is Los Angeles, California. And the most popular age group is... You ready for this? Wait, okay, let's take some guesses. Uh, Daniel, what do you think it's going to be? 17th. 17? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see Nathaniel. We we talking about the most popular city because I don't no. remember 17th anywhere. No, age group. Age group. <laughs> oh, yeah. age group. Yeah. I'm I'm seeing a lot of numbers in the chat that are leading me to believe somewhere in the 13 to 15 range. But I know that all of our mothers read Game Call instead, so let's probably bump that up a little. <laughs> well, okay, actually, uh, you guys are all correct. It is 13 to 17. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hopefully, no one in that age range is reading the things we have tagged not safe for work or. Miners. Maybe we should. We or maybe should that's that what's text. attracting them to the site. It's hard to tell. <laughs> well, they yeah, should not a... be reading it. <laughs> oh man, I I just remember uh, back when I was like 12 and I was first getting on the internet and I was signing up for a forum that said I had to be at least 13. I was like, I'm signing up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see that uh, South Park movie when they have to apply? They didn't have to come in with. They're not, you know, adults, but yeah. they. Either way they go in, yeah, that probably, probably that always happens. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the internet is definitely, I mean, the internet is great for anonymity. How are they going to find out that I'm not 13? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, only tangentially related, but um, I, I was filling out the survey the other day, and I noticed that my, my age group is no longer, you know, 17 to 25 i'm in like the 16 to 30 something range now dude i had the same thing uh because yeah. <laughs> was it last year when i turned 25 i was no longer in 18 to 24 i'm now in 25 to yeah. 34 wait i'm being grouped with like old people <laughs> <laughs> no um uh, lizzo my wife uh, an author of test game uh she had this recent experience where she was signing up for something and her age group was like 25 to 40 <laughs> Yikes. She just made the cut for the 25 to 40 wow. group. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know, it just seems so distant. Like, man, I'll still be in this age group almost 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it it occurred to me, I was processing this and meant to talk about this earlier. You said our most popular week was the week of November 4th, 2011? Uh, November 6th. Thank you, Nathaniel. November 6th, 2011? Yeah. Okay, uh, which oh, makes me sad. Did you look that week? Well, no, no, no. That's the week that I was out on my honeymoon and wasn't writing for the site. So <laughs> that makes me feel really bad. <laughs> no, Jenny and I were trying to figure out before what could have caused that that upswing, and we we couldn't really come up with anything. The only thing I could think of was that maybe I I bought some ads on Facebook that week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah as, as has been known to happen. Mm-hmm. So, new but, question. Yeah. Okay. If, okay. If we're ready for one. Yeah. What? Uh, have your um, gaming choices been influenced at all by anything that you've read or listened to on GameCola? Oh. Because I know that I, for one, have started paying... I, I pay attention, you know, just gloss through reviews every so often when I'm I'm going to look at buying a new game, but mostly everything's in the bargain bin. So it's like, I buy it now for $2 or I never get it at all. So looking at uh, some of the reviews that we've had, I'm like, huh, that actually sounds like a game I might play because we've got, like, quirky choices and not all mainstream stuff. So I, I have definitely picked up some games per game college recommendations. I was wondering if anybody else is uh, tasting gaming at all um, or gaming I, purchases. I, I will say effect. that uh, I, I did try playing a Mega Man game once after seeing <laughs> people, so people talk about it. it no, yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't be. It didn't go well. <laughs> hey, but you tried it. Yes, and, and I do not. Uh, it has no bearing on the quality of the game. It was purely because I am not a good gamer. Out of curiosity, do you happen to remember which one it was? It, it was 9, actually, because they had ah. the demo on Xbox. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was hoping it would have been, uh, was it 4, the one where they introduced uh, Dr. Cossack? Yes. Was that the one that looks like me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, actually, I want to say that I probably have been influenced towards playing a game, probably like an SNES game or something. Uh, but I can definitely tell you that, uh, minus the pudding, had caused me to go out and download a few demos of different indie games. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely happened. Yeah, I should write that column again sometime. Maybe. I know I know. Uh, I talked briefly about taking it over, but oh, this job oh. I'm doing lately has been keeping me busy. Yeah. Really kind of hard to get motivated to play all these Xbox Live indie games when they're all so terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to find one that is fun. Yes. <laughs> Very, a little disheartening. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, uh, I think it was, it was Bastion. Because you were all talking about Bastion as one of the best games of the of last year. So I was already thinking of giving it a try, but until I saw that article, well, yeah, I did it and I really did that game. Yeah. Yeah. Also, which one? Oh, my, right now everyone's talking about Fest, so I think I'm gonna, I should probably pick one. Yeah, actually, uh, was it Colin Greenhalge has been going on and on about Fez on yeah. Twitter? Yeah, quite a lot. Did that game, did it really take until now to produce? Because I remember hearing about that game, like, years ago. Yeah, no, yeah. I remember. same phase. I remember poking my head in on, I think it was Colin's blog, because I do occasionally read what uh, people for GameCola write outside of GameCola. And I saw some screenshots and said, this looks like my kind of game, and have been wondering where it's been. So it's good to hear it's now being produced. Just just came out uh, like last week, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was the game, too, where um, the, the developer, the guy who made it... Um, caused a bit of an uproar like uh <laughs> Look, you know what i'm talking about game on. <laughs> yeah. I, he was at a it was at a con was it was a gdc where he was um anyway uh he made a statement about how uh, all modern japanese games are, are terrible <laughs> something to that and and it made people sad 
<laughs> Actually, more angry than sad. I think. Uh, but to you the know point what? Where some, you know. <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. You know, you don't need to let me interrupt you when I interrupt you. No, it's okay. But, I was just going to say okay. that I think some people have been even boycotting Fez because of his uh, statements on that. Yikes. But there are people who express opinions like that all the time. We just don't happen to know about them. And <laughs> especially, I mean, I, I haven't I haven't heard any of the news on this, so I'm really out of the loop. But I would think that if you offer a fair criticism, that there's something backing it up, and it's not just being crude and bashing people, that you're just expressing an articulated opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Fizz is the game where it's like 2D, 3D, right? And you can like rotate. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Colin just showed up to yeah, talk I, about Fez. I like yeah. that. He like hopped in just when we were starting talking. He's like, wait, did somebody say Fez? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> we were just speaking. It's funny, he wasn't, even, he wasn't even tuning into the podcast. He just knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone I mentioned really Fez and then he's it. like, hmm. <laughs> the Colin signal was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just so cuddly. <laughs> yes. And for those of you who are listening to this later and can't see the uh, chat, his name is Cuddly Colin, which is also his name elsewhere on the internet. Uh, yes. On so, Twitter, follow Colin. Yeah. He talks about Fez Wait. a lot lately. Yeah. I feel a disturbance in the Fez. <laughs> 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 yeah. So wait, he said that he doesn't like uh, modern Japanese games? Is that what uh, happened? I was, yeah. I was not following it closely enough to make a an accurate statement on that. I just, I was actually following more the rage on Twitter than anything else. I believe there were a lot of calls of uh, him being a racist because of that. I don't know. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's racist against video games. I mean, <laughs> well, racist, racist awesome. against all of the Japanese because they can't make good video games. Yikes. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's weird. I mean, Japanese are the ones who brought many, I don't know, influential things to, toward video I mean, games. Not, it's it's where all of the video games came from. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, because again, if you want to look at American games, all the stuff that we've been complaining about all day, uh, Call of Duty, Battlefield, etc. Yeah. Halo. Mm-hmm. Actually, we we have a uh, Daniel right here. He is the person on Game Cola who likes shooting games, I believe. Oh. I do too. I just don't write oh, about okay. them all that often because I like five <laughs> games that no one else plays. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh huh. That's one of the reasons I was really glad that we were able to get uh, Daniel onto the staff to bring a little diversity from nonstop adventure games and, and Mega Man <laughs> and, yeah. and writing. Yeah, Phoenix Down, Phoenix, Phoenix what? Yes, Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix something. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix well, something. I, I guess that that leads into a, a new t- conversation topic. So not not looking at any cultural biases or anything, just looking at the state of modern games. Are we? Is there generally a consensus that we sort of like where modern games are, whether they're from Japan or from other countries? Uh, are we looking forward to what's ahead, or are we still pining for the days of yore when everything was 8-bit? Well, I'd, I'd say that um, if you compare today's gaming atmosphere to, I don't know, many years ago, it's like, well, you compare like two different girlfriends. <laughs> the last girlfriend was just a massive speech that, made you uh, go through some some sort of, I don't know, masochistic games or something, but you missed that girlfriend because they made f- things, you know, mm, how to say it, uh, more spectacular, I think. But today's, I think they're going way too easy. And I don't know, sometimes this doesn't just feel right. 
difficulty is something that's frequently brought up as one of the major complaints about modern gaming, or rather lack of difficulty, uh, because I think we've sort of moved beyond the gaming is just for the people who are hardcore gamers, and it's to (laughs) everybody plays video games now, so to open our market as much as possible, let's make it as accessible to a broader population as we can. Yeah, but sometimes it's way too much. Uh, Something uh, kind of interesting to note is Back in the day, there used to actually be like difficulty settings, and I don't think I've seen that very often in more modern games. Well, I, I see it sometimes, though. Well, I saw it, uh, interestingly enough, in Evil Quest, which is not really a place where I was expecting oh. to see a difficulty setting. Uh, and actually, that, to me, made the game a lot of fun, because if I wanted to go back and play a boss battle and have it be more difficult, I could do that, because I could change it at any time. But then if I was having like a lot of trouble with something, I could just set it on easy and get through it. Yeah, I noticed that with um, Fallout 3, I think, and probably New Vegas did this too. Um, if I got to a part where I uh, was having a lot of difficulty, I could just lower the, <laughs> the difficulty setting right there dynamically. Yeah. And like what it did was uh, it made everything easier, but you didn't get nearly as much XP for doing it. But, I mean, it got me through parts that otherwise I, I'm like, I, I didn't want to sit there for an hour trying to beat one dude. Yeah. So I could, I could just lower that and do that, do it that way mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, but also I don't think we are moving way too much into graphics in sound department. In I think we are losing much of the essence that, well, what really makes game fun back in the day. Well, games are becoming more and more entertainment experiences than games because if – I mean I'm just spouting statistics off the top of my head that aren't actually statistics, so I guess I'm just talking. But there's – huge budgets that go into the art department, that go into the music, that go into the cutscenes, and a lot of the time, if you strip all of that away and just say, look at the gameplay and say, what are we playing? Sometimes it's not actually all that much. It's more like watching a movie where you occasionally poke a button and then something happens. And for some people, and some of the time, there can be really fantastic games out there, but when I sit down to play a video game, I want to play a video game. I don't mind cutscenes, I don't mind things looking and sounding really pretty, but it's all about the gameplay for me. And I, I know that a lot of the time it's been more overall entertainment experiences and not games that happen to have some really shiny, fancy new components. I'm just reminded of uh, the VHS tape that I was mailed when I had a Nintendo Power subscription when uh, Star Fox 64 came out. <laughs> I think I have that tape somewhere. I still have it, I definitely do. And just the part where the guy's like, this is the Rumble Pack. It's what makes Star Fox 64 the coolest cinematic gaming experience yet. It's like, wow, the Rumble Pack? Like, thinking about that now. Yeah. But yeah, for you younger gamers out there, Force Feedback did not used to be <laughs> built into a controller. You used uh-huh. to have to buy this big oh. plastic thing that you had to plug into it. That's right. It didn't come with it. Oh, man. No, it didn't. It, it didn't come out until Star Fox came out. Yeah, but they, but I mean the controllers came with a port, so they were anticipating stuff yes, like that. Yes, well, they came with a – you could pick a, put a memory card in the port too, I That's think. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But no, uh, I definitely have to agree. I think – I mean there's definitely a place for like Mass Effect 3 or whatever where they have really great graphics, you know, a cinematic experience, very – uh, involving or whatever pulls you into the game, but I also think that there's definitely still a place for simple games with simple graphics uh, that are just fun or easy or whatever. And for whatever reason, they don't continue to make the simpler games. They just continue making bigger and better and better graphics and crazier whatever. Uh, well, 
not 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 to argue with you too much on this hour, Jetty. Yeah. But I think you are seeing a lot of these smaller, simpler games released on platforms like Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, and even on the PC. Like you're seeing, like I think indie developers are starting to run with the idea of making a shorter game that you only have to pay five or ten bucks for. I mean, uh, that that one I can definitely agree with. But I think the indie scene is sort of like cast to the side by the average gamer. I feel like, and okay, uh, most gamers sort of don't trust indie games or for whatever reason stuff that would fly in a game that was released by a major company everyone's like this is stupid when it's in an indie game i don't know i i think there's a place in the world for major companies to release simple games like world yeah. one sour <laughs> yes exactly. i'm not actually sure who made that well the uh, thing is um actually like one or two years ago i wouldn't even go close to any indie game or Xbox Live, whatever, you know, because, I don't know, it didn't seem like the thing, but one or two years ago, I think I found these games pretty much uh, being washed over graphics and everything, and I just couldn't stand it anymore. Um, like, well, most of my articles uh, comes with a reference or a picture of Halo, but thinking through these tingers of, he- of Halo, I don't see too much improvement be- behind that that same formula and I just I don't know I just got sick of it and I I don't say I hate Halo or any <laughs> shooting game right now but come on man there's there's some improvement in the, the game's not perfect right yeah well uh, basically instead of trying to improve the game they just improve the graphics yeah yeah and that's kind of mm. <laughs> so in an ideal world, what kind of a, a gaming landscape would you like to see, whether it's the way things already are now or out there? Uh, for example, I, for one, would love to see a time where we can release any kind of game. Any company can release any kind of game, uh, whether it's you know big Final Fantasy, super shiny, um, turn-based, random battle RPG, or whether it's tiny little game that's got you know four sound effects and a half a level and there's almost nothing to it and it's just running around <laughs> bopping uh, cougars on the head with a mallet or yeah, whatever um yeah that, i definitely that there play is that truly, game. <laughs> yeah right but but that there is truly a place for large and small development companies anybody who's got the resources to do it to make whatever kind of game they want to make and not whatever the general trend needs to be, uh, whatever uses motion controls or whatever the, you know, neatest connect gimmick is. You know, it's just, let's sit down and make a game. Here's the technology that we've got at hand. What's the style we want to achieve? What's the technology that we have at hand? And not really being driven towards any particular trends, just saying, let's make a game. So for me, that would be my ideal gaming landscape. Yeah, I agree on that. Oh, oh. Yeah, I think, um, and you might have been uh, actually trying to lead us up to this, Nathaniel, but um, with <laughs> Kickstarter now, I think you might be seeing more things like that, like uh, uh, Tim Schafer and, and Double Fine, they all got together and said, we want to make a classic point-and-click adventure game, and they just, uh, they went to the fans to pay for it, like, they went to the fans to get the funding to pay that, to make that game, like, people, I think, now more than ever can get together and say, this is the kind of game we want Let's just go online and see if we can find our audience and get them to help us make it, and then it can happen that way. You, I mean, you wouldn't have seen that even like five years ago. Yeah. Uh, has anyone seen um, Iron Brigade? What was called Trench back in the year? I, I didn't play it. Negatory. Yeah. Yeah. Negatory. Well, <laughs> it's uh, it's a double finds game. It's a mech uh, mech battle game. Some uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But the thing is, it's pretty it's pretty fun. It's uh, a cool shooter, a uh, defense defense tower game. 
but uh, it uses kind of um, the technology from the old generation. It just doesn't look uh, as you know as uh, new as today's games, but it really pays off, and I'm all over it. Yeah, actually, uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of 2D pixels, sprites, you know, that kind of thing. So I don't know if they're still making them. The Castlevania games, the 2D ones that they were making for, like, the DS and stuff, mm. I don't see why those kinds of games can't survive with the 3D games, like, on the same, uh, you know, they can be coming yeah. out at the same time. Uh, because there's still an art to making, you know, pixels, to drawing stuff, and that in itself has its own look and feel. You don't need to be, oh, the hideous 3D Castlevania games that they came out with. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I'm just so glad that we're out of the N64 era of even the worst polygons look better than 2D. Come on, <laughs> let's make let's make these really mm-hmm. ugly games. Yeah. Because that's better. Yeah, <laughs> just, oh, Final yeah, Fantasy VII. <laughs> Cloud in his one polygon hand. <laughs> Which, incidentally, is the only Final Fantasy game I haven't played of the ones available for the systems that I have. Really? Yeah, it's been all this time. And me being as anti-spoiler as I am, it's been very difficult to keep my head buried <laughs> I, in the sand all these years. I'm like, no, she's still alive! Don't tell me these things! <laughs> yeah, I, I, I played Final Fantasy VII well after it was reasonable to do so. I had that spoiled for me like hundreds of times before I got anywhere near that part of the game. And of course what we're talking about is the part where Tifa dies halfway through. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> ruined it! <laughs> you guys. But actually, uh... Here we are. It is 2.45. Uh, well, at least for those of us who are in Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Daylight Time. Oh, no. Are we going to try a contest again? Yeah, I do believe it is time for another <laughs> oh, no. trivia so uh, Diana can win another Tails <laughs> sweater. Or something. Right. I, I, bet, I bet Nathaniel can come up with a really good trivia question. Actually, it looks like we have uh, a significant number of viewers right now, so maybe someone else can actually uh, win something. I, I think half of them are on the staff. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, Nathaniel, go. Trivia question. Well, the first trivia question that came to mind is, why is my phone ringing? Um, because I just muted that. And you missed that that whole excitement there where the uh, Mega Man 1 boss battle theme was rumbling around in my pocket. Um, so, oh, and yeah, things and stuff. Trivia question? I, I do conversation topics, not trivia questions. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't ask me this one. Yikes. All right, I, I, I have, a, I have a, a list that I was jotting down. As well, I can ask ones that I don't actually have the answer to. Okay, I, 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 can, I can probably supply the answer. I, I don't know if that would help. Uh, but uh, throughout Game Cola's 10-year history, what video game series has been tagged the most number of times in posts? Yikes. Oh, I think I know that one off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time before Phoenix Wright. There was a time. Oh man! So I'm, I'm going to uh, try to check the. Uh, I think I think I, I think I can check that on the website somehow. Thanks. Well, if you, I, I, I can actually. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. I can tell you what the two top phrases that have ever been tagged are. Yikes! And they are uh, Paul Franzen and Michael Gray. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> well, really, you think you think Matt Gardner would be on there, having written also for the site for ten years? But constipation porn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I see that coming. Yes, now we're starting to read from the uh, chat room, and we've we've got that <laughs> along with Mega Man, Water Closet, Zelda, and uh, more. Phoenix Wright, uh, Mario Brothers, and my computer just died using a laptop, which is a game I'm not familiar with. 
it, it's not showing me which is tagged the most. Here, uh, I oh, <laughs> sorry. If I if I if I just go to tag and then type in different, uh, it, it doesn't give you a number. Like if you, you get um, pages, what I can see how many pages there are. You can okay, then then go for it. Okay, uh, I mean, can you take a guess at what it was? You want me to guess? Because I, I I mean, well, it's already been said. It's Phoenix, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Had to. I am appalled at my own question. Yeah, what, what did you think? Who, it said it? Who said it first? Diana, of course. Diana. Of course. <laughs> uh, so the question is, does uh, she want a Guild Wars 2 beta key? <laughs> Even though she's turned it down like three times. <laughs> she's really killing this trivia stuff. Yeah. Oh man, monkeys that look like cats. <laughs> that, that sounds like a be careful what you search for, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. that's what people were talking about. You're right, this is sexy. Mm-hmm. Consideration for yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's still that's one of our top key searches now on uh, <laughs> Thanks to Tank thanks to uh Terrence there. Yikes. So what did we get her for the list? Uh we we went through that question really quickly. Do we want to ask another? We've got all these tail tail sweaters that we gotta <laughs> give away. I don't even know what that this is. Diana. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I got a good one. Alright. Okay. What what did Game Cola vote as the greatest video game of all time in our top fifty games list from a couple years ago? Oh, let's dig it. It was just in December, wasn't it? It wasn't a couple was, years ago. I thought it was recently. No, no, no. That was uh well that was a that couple was worst months game. ago was the top worst game. That's right. The best game. Oh, right. Well, oh, someone this different one. got it. Oh, oh. Did they get it right? Small girl got it. Oh. Yeah, that's it. It's portal. She also won. Uh <laughs> and she also didn't want the Guild Wars two or the month of Xbox Live or the Secret World beta. Does she want stickers? Small girl, do you want some stickers? Again, it does require sending someone over the internet your address. So, you know. Hey, uh, email Paul or Paul will be in contact. I have your email address so I can give it to Paul, I think. Yeah. Uh, what else was on that list, actually? Who remembers? What else was on the top 50? Yeah. How should I know? So we, got a, we got a couple extra minutes left over still. Well, I got one more trivia question as well. Oh. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know how best to answer this, so I'm going to try and be working in the background. Um, of all of the Mario games we have ever reviewed, which one was the lowest rated on the out of 10 scale? Yikes. Mm. And you're, you're looking up the answer because I do not know that one. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Okay. <laughs> which one was lowest rated? People are naming a variety of games that we have not reviewed. Oh, don't worry. Yikes. You know, I'm getting the impression that some of the people in the chat room have not been reading Game Cola for the past ten years. Yikes. Very disappointing. Sunshine. No. Also, the uh, did... Wario games that bear the name Wario, like Wario Land, Super Mario Land 3, does not Doesn't count. Hmm. Well, uh, what do you? What would you guys guess, Jetty and uh, Daniel? Man. I... Mm-hmm. Uh, that... Which could it be? Um, Yoshi's Island count? Okay, well right now I've tennis? pulled all of <laughs> I've pulled all of the reviews that are tagged with simply the word Mario. So okay. of of the games that we've reviewed that are tagged with the name Mario, which is the best all we're right. gonna get, I think. I'll accept um, that, yeah. Yeah, let's see. So currently the roster is New Super Mario Brothers Wii, Flash Flood, uh any of the Flash games. Oh yeah. Um, any of the Mario Flash games, and you can just multiply the score by two. because um, <laughs> I do an out of five. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, and Mario Party 8, and Super Mario Land. Hmm. Now I know the answer. 
<laughs> I bet it's I bet it's Mario Land. No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm I'm no I'm I'm completely guessing. I'm gonna say party. That. I'm gonna say Mario uh, Super Mario Plus Wii. Okay. Um, just for the interest of time, I'll read I'll read off whatever scores we've given them instead of trying to find which one's the lowest. So, New Super Mario Brothers Wii uh, was given by Medio Xavier an eight. Great. Thanks. Well deserved. Um, oh, that's my, bias. Okay. Let's see. My flash flood uh, reviews. <laughs> we have Super Mario sixty three, which I gave um, adjusted score six out of ten. Super Mario Brothers Crossover, which got an 8 out of 10 adjusted. And, oh, this might be it. Uh, Mario Remix Boss Edition, which got a 4 out of 10 from me. Uh, then we've also got Super Mario Brothers 3, which has a 9 out of 10. Super Mario Brothers 2 is also a 9, if we're going by the fun score and not... Uh, average, average. <laughs> average. This would have been such a better average. question if I would have prepared in advance. Average. Uh, <laughs> The original Super Mario Brothers has an 8.6. Super Mario Land 2 has a 6. Mario Party 8 is a 6. I think we're starting to see some trends here with Mario. And (laughs) Super Mario Land for the Game Boy, Matt Jonas says, ooh, is a five. Oh, no. I win the prize. (laughs) So so of the Mario games that actually count, Matt Jonas's less than stellar... uh, thoughts about Super Mario Land for the Game Boy, I think, would win. Thanks. I, I think Tragedy. I see that Diana guessed that. Did, did anyone guess it before her? <laughs> so there's my excuse for a trivia question. Okay. Okay, so uh, being that it is about that time, I guess we will wrap up. Uh, yes. Daniel, Nathaniel, well, Daniel, Nathaniel, Paul Annual. Uh-huh. Paul Annual. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Yes, thank you everyone for being here uh, for this hour. Um, Thank you for not kicking us off the podcast. Until now. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this hour is over, so thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. See ya. Calibrating audio volume. Calibrating your mom volume. Mom, be quiet.